go. It's uh, episode 55. Is it 55? Did I fuck this up again? Probably. I don't know. I thought I, I think I did. It's episode 58. Why does it say 55 on there? I changed it on the thing. I don't know, but I, I've been getting a lot of uh, texts, or, or not texts, but tweets, or at least I was the last week or two about saying, you know, what episode are you guys on? I can only find this many. And I don't know. There's some confusion. Yeah, well, I've on. had some issues with upload ah. through Simplecast, and there's one that's missing. Mm. And I didn't, it's uploaded in there, but it's not showing up in feeds. And that's uh, what I'm trying to figure out. So that it's must like, be the one Jake Dunphy seems very, uh, very perplexed about. Yes. Yeah. It, look, if you can't find any of the episodes on your podcast feed, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, any of those things, just go to the YouTube channel. It's all there. Oh, you yeah. Broadcast them live. What's and the I name have, of the YouTube channel? JM Media. I think so. Let me check. Oh, not Jacob Media. No, no. I was listening. Okay. We were listening to a little John Lee Hooker, boom, 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 before the program hire. Right. <laughs> what does that have to do with the YouTube page? Uh, because that's all my YouTube pages. I bring. Oh, up. Um, at JM Media forty three ninety one is the is the the channel. And forty three ninety one. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Just put in. You J- can't just call it JM Media. Or just put in Aji's podcast. It'll show up. It's called JM Media, but it's they give you a number, YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But um, they're all there. They're all on Twitter. They're all on my Facebook. So just search on. Mm. Yeah, uh, do geez, a little work. Work. Yeah. See, I, this is, this do we have problem. to do everything, Harry? We got to do everything for these people. Jesus. You know, we got to spoon feed them. We come up with an episode once every two weeks or so. You want us to do more? Right. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. You had the greatest line ever before the show today and you go this does not have to be long (laughs) (laughs) well i just look around and i'm you know the sixers are in a in a downturn right now or or a lull i shouldn't say downturn that's the wrong word a lull in between their series and you're just sort of you know listening to you know updates on joel and bead's knee and panic you know well, I mean, you know, but then you got a little bit of a boost last night. Maybe it was a boost because I don't know that the Sixers, you know, can just run the Hawks, but the Atlanta Hawks night. Uh oh. So this has not been this has not been that easy for Boston. At least Boston's being pushed a little bit here. Yeah, stressed a little bit. Your internet signal's a little shaky yeah. in there in Florida. Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, is you would think, and I under and I get it in this situation, but you would think, Harry, that this is the old radio broadcast before television of the aliens are coming in regards mm-hmm. to Joel Embiid's LCL. <laughs> oh. Because people are fleeing cities, Harry. They are panicked in the streets. Is that right? Because I'm down here in Florida. I don't. I don't feel this. I don't hear it. Yeah. Um, you know. But you know, Game Six in Atlanta now coming up. Uh, you know, if Atlanta wins that, man, you do not want to go to a Game Seven in the first round of of the NBA playoffs as the high seed because yeah. anything can happen. All the pressure is on you. 
Um, you know, this Atlanta team, I don't think they really fear anybody, That especially that kid, Trey Young. He doesn't fear anybody. What, did he and, fear the, the Sixers two years ago, Harry? When that's they what I'm saying. Well, Herter had the big game. Remember, the, it was yep. the Herter game, who's now yep. with Sacramento, yep. making noise out there in the West. I've been enjoying, you know, the NBA playoffs. It's hard for me to to see the games nightly here because my mom doesn't get these sports packages. She doesn't have the access oh. to. So I got to go out to this bar. There's a bar about well, two miles shame. from here called Gators. And uh, it's, it's like in this, you know, right next to the public supermarket. So it's like very easy to get to. And I go roll in there and then I, I roll in, I've been to this place twice and I'm immediately telling the, the, the girls who work there. All right, we need this on this channel on this state on this direct and I need I'm directing and basically you know producing the nightly NHL and NBA entertainment yeah based on I've a been tiered here ranking twice. system exactly you know yeah. I'm telling the girls what to do it's pretty funny because you always also have to have the Tampa Bay Rays on who are actually you know great right it. now I think they're like 21 and three or something yeah it's ridiculous in, in baseball to start things off but I'm you know you come in there and there's like rodeo on I'm like what the what the fuck is going on here yeah. the NBA's on the NHL's on uh that you know the Tampa Bay Lightning have you know just spit the bit against Toronto they had a 4-1 lead the other night in the third period against Toronto uh and looking to even the series at home they give up three goals unanswered goals in the third period at home go to overtime and lose that yeah. series is over yeah they're cooked they just don't have what they had before no but That's you got to give toronto credit though you know because toronto has been a team that has just you know underachieved i think is a is a nice term over these last couple of years with a pretty good pretty good squads right great team Harry. they yeah. wouldn't have won a playoff series i think since 04 that's unbelievable that's unreal think that's about like that the when yankees you're... not right. winning a playoff series since 04 because they basically carry the flag for the nation for the in for that the sport, sport. Frankly, in their sport they mm -hmm. are the team they you know like you say the yankees yeah exactly and the the, the pressure that is on them each mm -hmm. and every year you know to advance and it looks like they're going to at least advance uh, to the second round. So I, th that was on the other night. And then I had, cause I went there to watch the, the heat Bucks series. Cause I'm very you know, interested in that series. And I'd love to see the Miami heat be able to do it, you know, take them out because I'm a Sixer fan. So I'm sitting there watching and, and Jimmy Butler is just carrying oh. the team. I mean, he's basically scoring, you know, half the points and they're down nine with about, I don't know, six plus to play. And they hadn't looked good. And I'm like, man, I don't think they're going to be able to pull this off. So I leave and I go home. By the time I got home and got ready for bed, I checked my phone. They won the freaking game. And Jimmy Butler went off. If you didn't think he did enough up until that point, he was unstoppable for the final five, six minutes of that game. Just hitting jump shot after jump shot, you know, three pointers, you name it. And willed that team to win. Now they're up three games to one. And mine yeah. is, and by the way, Giannis played in that game too and was good early. He had like 17 in the second quarter and like nine rebounds or something. It's not like he played poorly. So that's a huge win. I, if they can get that, well, they'll get, they'll get it back home for a game six. They got to close it out in game six. I don't think they're winning Can't game five up, yeah. on the road. But what a, what a series that has been. Jimmy Butler, man, I just, I love that guy. There's, there's those guys in the sports that are just total gamers. Yeah. In those situations, like, okay, I don't have the requisite pieces to win this game and we can get us back. So, you know what? I got to do it. Right. 
right. and doesn't have any problem taking that on. And that right. is just like the guys like, give me the fucking ball. Like enough yeah. of this passing it around. Just give it to me. And they I'll don't have a, it. They don't have a whole lot when you really watch that team. No. I mean, I know Hero is hurt, and that's a big loss for them because he can at least shoot. Uh, but when you start looking around at, at what they have to help him out, it ain't much. Yeah, it ain't uh, and, that, and that's why they'll you. run out of gas. Well, eventually, but I think they yeah. can. I think they can win this series. They can get you know. Well, if you're up three one, six. you can win. Yeah, yeah. If you're exactly. up three one, how you can win. You yep. should win, but you but think you about Adebayo. Adebayo, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's a very athletic player, but still unpolished. Um, you know, Kevin Love, long in the tooth, can give you something, but you can't really rely on him. This guy, Gabe Vincent, they expect to do a lot of big things, but you start looking at it down the line. I'm like, how are they doing this? Yeah, they they got um, a great coach. You're right, though. Bolster's a great coach. Eric Spolter, yeah. You, yeah. you got you have you can't go to game seven because then all the all the pressure does transfer to you because you're up three one. Right, right. And that's a that's and now you're on the road. That's a yep. tough, tough spot. Right. A lot of teams have been in that three one situation. And if they get to a game seven, it's tough. That's a tough right. spot. Um, yeah, I mean, like this this two weeks of the year, Harry, is some of the best in sport. And I'm glad mm-hmm. you're down there teaching those people in Florida how to how to get the sports going. I mean, you can't right. like you, you, on the TV, you can't have, you know, the Minnesota Wild Dallas game over the Bruins Florida Panther game. Right. Like that, right. That's got to be on the big screen with sound, not the exactly. Dallas Minnesota game. Not that that's not a good series. It is. Yeah. But you got to have a pecking order around here. Well, yeah. A little you decorum. Can't have- you can't have a draft show on ESPN two. You know, I'm looking at Todd McShay talking about, you know, who the uh, who the Steelers are going to take in the second round. I'm like, nobody cares. I mean, we yeah. got live games on here in basketball and hockey in the playoffs. Let's get it going. I got to orchestrate this shit. Yeah, you got you got yeah. you're out there to teach Harry, frankly. Exactly. Yeah. And it, you know, Todd McShay's 17.6 mock draft show does not get precedent <laughs> over. Right. You know, the NHL or NBA right. playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And, and you talk about the draft, and I know we got the draft coming up tomorrow night, at least round one, and then, the you know, the rest of the weekend, Friday, rounds two and three and, and beyond on Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. But if we were still back on the daily sports radio mm. grind, can you imagine how much we would be churning this over and over again oh. about the, you know, the Eagles with the two picks? What do they do? Do they do they trade up with the with the 10th pick and try to get uh, Jalen Carter, the big lineman out of Georgia? Do they trade back? Do they trade out of the first round, you know, with that uh, that late pick? Or are they going to take a running back? Everybody seems to be enamored with them taking a running back. Yeah, that he's not just a running though. back. Right. He's a hell of a back, B. John yeah. Robinson out of Texas. But I do you just take him back in the first it. round? Yeah, I don't see it with that 10th pick. I do not. Now, if he's still there for their second pick and they still have their second pick, then I think it's it's something you can do. Because you address a core value need with the 10th pick, i.e. Right. a lineman. A lineman, yeah, <laughs> you, like defensive you, lineman or offense. I could see him taking an offensive lineman. I think so, too. That's what Baldy said the other day. It's probably going to be. Skaronsky, maybe if if the kid yeah. from Northwestern is sitting there at ten, do you do you pass on him? I I don't yeah. know that they do. See, here's the thing: like I was always like so underwhelmed by the pick of a lineman in the first yeah. round. It was always like because you always you want that skill guy, you want a running back, you want a Ricky, you know, Ricky Williams, or you want that flamboyant wide receiver. And right. picking the lineman seems like ah, oh, geez, that's so boring. But it it it. 
that philosophy that Andy Reid brought and yep. they still follow today is why they are sustainable. It worked. And, and as you saw over the years, and it's, it's really evident now, except for a few teams still do it, like the Giants a few years ago with Saquon Barkley, very few teams take these running backs high up in the first round or in the first round at all. I mean, even if it's a, you know, one of these sort of can't miss backs, they're, they're like, you know what, I'm going to address this other need and I can get a back that might not be as dynamic or as good as this guy, but I can get him and he's still going to be very productive for me for two, three, four years, however long running backs can last. And I can get him in a third round. Yep. And that's been, that was the philosophy with the Eagles years ago. And we were, you know, we'd bitch and moan about it a lot of times, but that has now become the NFL philosophy. Yeah, really? It is. It is because you can plug that hole in a guy's prime, which is mm -hmm. small window. Like, do you remember, remember backs back in the day, like Sean Alexander for Seattle? Guy oh yeah. 2,000 yards. Oh, he hit the wall. Oh, Harry, he Hard. dropped off the planet like it was flat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, that right was like, yeah. Earth. That was like Dale Earnhardt going into turn three in the wall at uh, Daytona. God rest his soul. That was awful. Oh, no, 2003. Was that 2003? Yep. He wow. had a little touch with Kenny Schrader. Huh? Oh, <laughs> and I remember Sterling that. Marlin. You know, Sterling funny, actually, Marlin. Now, that's a great name. Yeah. Think about not, that. Not You're as good as a, Dick Trickle, but no, it's good. But, but Sterling Marlin, you could be like some uh, champion bass boat, bass fisherman with that yeah. name, right? Mm -hmm. You could be a guy an angler, who's in, an actor, an actor, whether it's yeah. in regular movies or the other movies. Uh, you, you know that that's a versatile, cool name. Yeah, there's some there were some great names in NASCAR back in the day. Oh. You had obviously Dick Trickle and. Dale Jarrett and mm. Rusty Wallace. Kale you know? Yarborough. Now, yeah, what else could a guy right. like Kale Yarborough do yeah. except run NASCAR? <laughs> yeah. In the Marlboro car. Oh, <laughs> right. Dude. I thought I was he actually, was in the Hooters car, Kale he was Yarborough. In the Hooters car. Yeah. yeah. And then and then it was uh Ricky Ricky Rudd. Ricky Rudd. Ricky oh, Rudd. Yeah. Ricky Rudd yeah. that I mean, that guy's gotta be a NASCAR driver. Exactly. Too, exactly. Yeah, Ricky, right. Rudd. Ricky Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> So it's funny that you mentioned that because I was watching this, like I was on YouTube last night, and I see that Frankie Munoz, Munoz, who was in Malcolm and Malcolm in the Middle when he was mm. like 12 years old with okay. Brian Cranston. Huge show, right? Yeah. He is now a NASCAR driver. In the beginning of this little documentary that I, 15 minute documentary I saw, he was at the Daytona 500 with Dale Earnhardt and Ken Schrader before the race meeting them. Oh, wow. And then those two touched. Dale Earnhardt didn't make it out of turn four, passed right. away. All these years later, Frankie Munez is racing in NASCAR this wow. year. Wow. That's and incredible. And he's leaving, Harry, the points in the ARCA series Jeez, through three ARCA. races. What is the ARCA? What does that, that stand for? Th well, they have a couple different NASCAR series. They have ARCA, Trucks, mm. and they have NASCAR, the top series, you know, whatever okay. that's called now. Yeah. And he raced for a couple of years open wheel way back. And then he took a 12 year break and he just came back to stock car racing. He's trying to get into the top field in NASCAR and he's uh, leading the Arca series. So, cause it used to be like the Winston cup was the top level. And then the, yeah, and Bush, then the Bush series, series. right? Yeah. 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 The Bush good. That's good series. NASCAR knowledge, right? There. Damn right. Harry. Well, you're down yeah. South. I mean, that's NASCAR country down there. It is. It is. You know, you know what else uh, country it is? Fudge. They love their fudge down here in Florida. In fact, they're ordering it by the uh, the boatload from our friends at the original Fudge Kitchen, which is the original, uh, the official sponsor 
of Not For Long Media and the Aji's podcast, Original Fudge Kitchen, a staple of the Jersey Shore, six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. They make all of their fudge and sweet treats right in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. So stop by, let them know that N4L sent you. Uh, but if you're not able to visit in person, it's not a problem. They ship across the USA. Check them out at fudgekitchens.com. The original fudge kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Mother's Day coming up. Be a nice little treat to send to your ma. A little, you know, she's got a little sweet tooth. Oh, of course. You know? Absolutely. My mom loved fudge. She was a yeah. huge fan. Yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah. Big time. Especially the fudge kitchen. My parents were, my dad, my dad grew up in Atlantic City. So, I mean, he was right, huge. Right. Uh, hold on a sec. I'm going to pause this because you sent me this video a couple weeks ago mm. that you said, and you said in, in the text, we need this for the next episode. What is it? I forget. Um, some chick on TikTok. Oh, so let me, let me bring this up, no. Harry. I'm not on uh, TikTok, by the way. I don't even know how I saw this. It must've been tweeted. Yeah. Somebody on TikTok. It, yeah. Exactly. It was tweeted and you sent this to me. I don't know. I don't know how you found it either. Yeah, but this is uh, some broad here. Oh, right, you ready? Do you remember this? Yes, vaguely. All right, here we go. Bitch, listen. This conversation is inspired by my marriage and family professor. Let's just talk about the fact that women, women, because women are the main uh, gender, going through this thing called. Oh, so I go to work. But when I come home from work, I have a second shift at home, right? Right, you have a second shift at home because you got married to somebody that, you know, you guys didn't have that conversation. And even if you guys had that conversation, eventually things are going to fall onto the traditional patterns of life, which are for a woman to come home from work and work at home, do the home things, take care of the kids, cook clean, organize, whatever the fucking case may be, have shit ready for the husband, right? Is that not right? Okay, and then there goes the man. Um, Because, you know, the, the lady starts complaining, like, listen, I'm fucking tired. I get home from work, and I have a second shift at home. Second job. Oh, let's get to work again. Okay, she, uh, you know, expresses her feelings to her husband, and then there goes the husband. Oh, I don't know. The man doesn't even enunciate, as my professor said. Oh, my God. That shit literally made me like, uh, in class. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. Bitch, you don't need, you can't even find a man. Listen, it's not even about you being able to find a man. It's the fact that these men will make it seem like they are the fucking man. They are the fucking hero of it all when it comes to five, ten years into the relationship. Where the fuck is the man that I married? You feel me? He's golfing. Do you feel me? Yeah. Like, do you fucking feel me? The, the man doesn't even fucking Wrecking at the bar. Me. Right. Oh, I'm playing 54 crazy. holes a day if I live like... with this bitch. Yeah. Thank you. Isn't that great? I can't take her anymore. Oh, dude. She's so great. Uh, she's got to be an actor. I mean, to me, I don't. there's no way that's just real and organic. She's got to be some sort of actor because she's yeah. tremendous. Yeah, her fingernails are like eight oh, feet long. Unbelievable. And, and then she's clanking, clanking them. And, and yeah. it's disgusting. It's so funny. Oh, when I saw the man I married, I was dying. I was just dying. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is, you can call it what you want. You can call it people changing. 
you can call it people evolving. You can call it people devolving. Harry. Right. We have a lot of that these days. Yes. A lot but of devolving. We are not going to be the person that has all the same traits that stood there at the altar or wherever the the the, the courthouse when you got married. We're right. going to change. And and human nature when you have something locked up is you take it for granted. Mm. Now you have to mitigate it a little bit. Yeah. And you have to do some nice thing once in a while, but you're going to take it for granted. You know why? Because you signed a contract. Yeah. Well, do you think Jalen Hurts is going to take it for granted? Because I do not. No. He's not built that way. No. You know, but, but the thing is, is, you know, some people evolve positively and some devolve negatively. Hmm. But you are not in 20 years of marriage. You're not, how long have you been married now? Huh? Um, since 2011. So 12 years going on 12 years. Okay. I've been married and, but, since 05. Okay. Well, that's how long we've been together since 05. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I've been with my wife since 2000. So 20, it's a long time. 23 years with the old lady. Yeah. Right? That might as well be 50. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. Yeah. When we got married in 05, she was, uh, Oh, five. So geez, how many years ago? I was 33. She was like 26. It's 18 years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, she's not the same person. Thank right. God. And I certainly am not the same. And right. I've had, I've had areas of evolution and I've had other areas of devolving, Harry. Devil. <laughs> de, de, is that devolution? De-evolution. De-evolution. Okay. Well, in, in my house, we like to call it regression, Harry. Okay. <laughs> And a lot of that is social. <laughs> okay. But, Very good. Yeah. I, I've gotten really interested in watching a certain guy on YouTube. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy. He's actually a Canadian. His oh, name boy. is Jordan Peterson. Uh, yeah, I know who he is. He's very he's like, isn't he like a psychologist or something like a clinical psychologist? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and intellectual. Yes. Yeah. And he has these battles with, with feminists and stuff like that mm-hmm. about feminism. And and I, I think he's brilliant. I don't agree with everything, all his stances on yeah. certain things. But I think this guy is brilliant and motivating. Yeah, I, I, I followed him on Instagram and he has a very interesting sort of delivery. Yeah, he's like got a his way voice. of speaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, just, you're automatically like, hmm, you're kind of like tuned in. Yeah. You know, but he, yeah, like, the way he thinks and explains things like these. So I'm into, into watching these intellectuals like him and Sam Harris debating certain things. And I, I think it's fascinating. It's it's very educational to me. Look at I, you watching intellectuals. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like he, was, he he got really rose to prominence by appearing on Rogan quite a bit. Oh, OK. Rogan's so, made a lot of guys and gals. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Lex Friedman yeah. is another one. Does Lex Friedman podcast. Yeah. Right. And yeah, there's a lot of those guys and I'm fascinated by it. I think it's, I think it's so interesting. Like the, the way he looks at things and somebody will say, well, well isn't that perfect? And he'll say, well, what is perfect? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your definition of perfect in this situation is not my definition of perfect. Right. You know? Right. So just like those kind of things, pretty interesting stuff anyway. I like it. Yeah. So we got a comment here from Brant or from uh, Martin says, the appearance of Harry's hair today is is an element on the program today. Very flat today, Harry. Yeah, it's flat because I had a hat on this morning. I already did my uh, my golf podcast, swing it and ding it, and I went without the hat. But then I had to run out. 
So I put on a hat and it kind of matted it down. And so do the headphones. You know, you get the headphone strap up here. Yeah. Uh, but the hair's clean. It's clean. Yeah. So speaking of hair, the old boss put out this Twitter, uh, this Twitter thing about, he says, I, I know I'm not hot either way, but beard or no beard. So here is the old boss, big boss oh Nahagian. Oh my this God. is this is his definition of a beard. Oh my God! That is not that is not a beard. A beard? No, it is not. That um, is a stubble. What's with the that. duck lips? Yeah, yeah. He went Fishtown Floozy duck lips here, Harry. I mean, and here's him without the beard, right? But he's really, got the, the furrowed pl- brow. You see how he's furrows the brow here without the beard? That's the that's the the Nahagian that we used to see a lot of the furrowed brow. Oh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Show sheet ten minutes in, cleaning off his glasses so you see the full face. You know, yeah. he's pulling up the I mean, sock. Hair. Yeah, exactly. He uh, always uh, had these laying around the glasses cleaner. Uh huh. Let, let, let me ask you something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't take them off like Scott Pelly takes them off, like in yeah. sixty minutes, and puts the you know the end in his mouth while he's trying to make a, a salient point. You, you he would just that. take them off and just clean them right there in yeah. front of you and pull up the socks and. Retuck in the shirt. Yes. <laughs> he'd like jump. He'd do the jump tuck hair. <laughs> you know who else does the glasses thing? And it fucking irritates the shit out of me. Who? Bryant Gumble. That's smug. Oh, yeah. Let me ask yeah, you about yeah. yeah. You know that thing? Yeah, he's, he's a he's a little he's a little bit smug. Oh, a little, a little bit. smug. Oh, yeah. his delivery just nauseates yeah. me. But, but so, real- so did you did you vote on the beard versus no beard? I mean, did you take part? I don't think he put up a poll. But, oh, but see, the, the real have. reason I wanted to show this is what you talked about. How about this 1992 flat top he stole? Oh, Look at that. Yes, thing. classic. I, I just wonder, because, you know, San Francisco, that area is very expensive. Like, you would mm. probably have to go to even, like, a haircuttery, and you'd probably drop $40 for that haircut, which yeah. would take about – 35 seconds for the stylist to do i'm yep. wondering if he does it himself to save no. money no, no. no. He, he when he lived here he, he was a guy that went, i'll call you when i'm going to get the haircut yeah he'd leave work <laughs> to go get the haircut and come back i'm like you came back it looks exactly the it's same exactly the same they didn't do anything they used a number seven that they used last week and it still looks the same <laughs> oh, oh beauty he's kicking yes, ass sir. out there though i saw him oh yeah about, when i got here people said i would never be KNBR. we beat him 10 of the last 12 months yeah well, that's why he's always rooting like hell for the warriors yeah because <laughs> they got him they yeah. got him <laughs> yeah. it's like who's kicking more ass him or nick kale has there been a post uh poll put up on social media regarding that oh i don't know question you know, uh, I did notice that in the comments of Nahagian's tweet, there was one that said, um, you there's a, like it has the thing that says there's a comment here of someone you have muted. Mm. So I, I'm like, oh, I wonder who commented on Nahagian's thing because I muted him a while ago. And I, I clicked here to view the comment anyway, even though I muted him. And it was Nick Kale. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I muted him, too, a long time ago. And that's why I'll get texts from him when he thinks that he's tweeted something really go tweet he'll send me a text that says think about that so he's like asking me to go to go seek out his tweet yeah who does that who has time (laughs) i don't know he's asking i muted him six steps 
just put the linking yeah. stupid tweet in there or a screenshot. Exactly. Just copy it, screenshot it, whatever it is, if if I must see this right now. But you know, I'm I'm probably he's probably sending in his resume to Fox News right now to take uh mm-hmm. uh Tucker Carlson's place. Yeah, I, I think you, you might know? be right, Harry. Wonder if yeah. he's gonna get an interview with Rupert Murdoch. I don't know. And it's or a lot Rupert's, of scandal over there. <laughs> Rupert's kids who are basically running the place. Wow. Yeah. The the um <laughs> It's a mess over there right now. <laughs> yeah. Everything going on. I mean, they fired him and yeah, all kinds of shit. But Nick checking in. What up? What up, Nick? N- Nick Her is that Nick Defray? Uh, is that how you pr- pronounce it? Yeah, that's yeah. a very familiar name. I've seen that guy on uh, on social media all the time. Yeah, I think what's he's going a car on, Nick? Guy. He's a car dealer guy. I think. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get a sponsorship. What are we doing? Yeah, I, th- I think you know? Nick is, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Comment there, Nick. Where do you work? That's what we want to know. Because we'll we'll send you a a deck. They call it in uh yeah, in advertising parlance. Right. <laughs> the um you know it's funny because Rupert Murdoch, my mom worked for this woman mm-hmm. um for a long time, like the last 15 years she was alive and working, and she handled all her she was a very rich woman. I'm trying to think of her name. Jane um Bancroft was her name. Now, the Bancroft family is one of the wealthiest old money families in, in America, Harry. Wow. They owned all kinds of things, including the not Ann Bancroft. Was it was no. ba- Ann Bancroft a part of this Bancroft uh, family? No, she was not Mrs. Robson. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ann Bancroft Very was Mrs. Fam- famous. Uh, yes. Famous actress. But this woman, she lived uh over kind of in the Malvern area off Stroudsburg Road on this huge old farm. And my mom okay. like took care of like paying. Yeah, she paid all of her charity things. She gave away so much money. Huge okay. amount. Philanthropy. Of I'm doing a show, knucklehead. That's my son. Yeah. Um, Isn't he at school? school? They, they had some volleyball thing today. So I don't know what's going on. Ah, so she, her family sold the Wall Street Journal to Rupert Murdoch. Wow. For really? Yes. Huh. But this woman was, it's old money. She, so she just had tons of dough. She had no idea the value of money, I think, in some ways, too. But yeah. she would wear, like, Kmart jeans. She drove a beat-up Volvo. Yeah. But she had billions of dollars. Right. I, there's was, a lot of people like that. Yeah. It was sort of a little bit eccentric that you yep. would describe oh, those people was. because you're like, what are they doing? They're sitting on a billion dollars in cash and the guy's driving a 1968 Volvo station wagon. That's what she drove. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. She had like old cars and barns that are on her property. Right. The only thing she spent money on was horses. Hmm. That was well, the they're only expensive. Thing. Yeah, they were. Horses yeah. ain't cheap, bro. And she was like the nicest woman in the world. Like, you hmm. know, I mean, she'd give bonuses like four times a year to all the people that worked at her place, like my mom and her caretaker there of the property and all that. And we used right. to go over there and go swimming in their pool. It was great. But um, huh. I'm not even sure she's still alive, to be honest with you. But um, so th- that's my connection to Rupert Murdoch, which nice. is very distant. As you well, I mean, tell. it's, you know, six degrees of separation. It's not yeah, bad. 60, more or less. Oh, 60. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of mom, how's mom doing down there in Florida? Huh? Well, she's back home. Got home yesterday. Oh, that's and, good. Um, yeah, that's good. And, um, you know, I tell you, getting getting stuff done. And I don't know if it's this way everywhere, but all I know is that right, the pharmacy down here is an absolute train wreck. I dropped off about 
seven or eight prescriptions yesterday at three o'clock in the afternoon, and they're still not done. Oh my and god! At, and we're, it's eleven thirty-two the next day. Wow. Yeah, I, that's where I went. I'll wait like, ten minutes. That's where I went in between the podcast when I put the hat on. Then hair got flat. Yeah. I went to the pharmacy, and I real and they told me that they're not done. You, you, can you imagine the look on my face? You have got to get faster. I'm looking at the guy, the pharmacist way back. He's got his head above, you know, the shelf and he's doing all the things and putting all the bags up top. And I go, are you kidding me? That's what I said. I gave him one of those. (laughs) What did he say? They're not used to that down there. We're we're very short staffed. I'm like short staffed. This was dropped off at three o'clock yesterday. Yeah. My mom's like, got out of the hospital in ICU. She needs her medication, you fuck. Exactly. Because, you know, there's these blood pressure meds, and they, she takes like two of them, and you got to administer them twice a day. Well, she got one dosage in the hospital before she, they booted yeah. her out. So she needed another one last night, never got it, and still hasn't had the one this morning. Jeez. You know? What is going on down it's there? It's un- unbelievable. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, T from the 203. It was CVS which unfortunately I have to deal with too back home. Cause I, I don't think her, her uh, medication or her health plan will allow her to go to Walgreens, which is like two blocks away. Oh, There's a Walgreens. I got to go two miles to the CVS only to have to go back because they're not done yet. Unreal. Yeah. yeah I moved all mine over to, to Walgreens. Harry. Did you? Because they, they were not ever out of stock of the Adderall. Yeah. CVS and then, always out of stock. Yeah, it's always a nicer store, too. They're mm. like a lot of the CVSs, depending on which one you go to, are a little dingy. Yeah. Well, my Walgreens is a little dingy, in all honesty. Is it? Yeah. There's a wow. Rite Aid up the street that's like uh, like the Taj Mahal. Oh, really? <laughs> it's fantastic, but it's a little oh. further. So. Oh, okay. And I'm not going to mess with the work. So, um, so yeah. Well, best to your mama. I hope uh, Nurse Harry can uh, take good care of her. You, you, oh, yeah. You're, you're well-versed in medical lingo. I am best practices, Harris. That's a good yeah. Thing. The, the best practices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm well versed. I'm I'm trying yeah. to look out to get get out and play a little golf this afternoon. Yeah, can we get the medication? Get mom sedated. Yeah, I know like, we got to get this done. Let's go. <laughs> now, who do you go down? You just go down there and link up with a foursome, Harris? Because you know, nah, you're not down you, there I, I usually play solo. I oh, usually yeah? play solo because in the afternoons it's it gets pretty hot. Most of the guys who play will play in the morning down here so it's kind of wide open in the afternoon yep and uh you know so i probably just go by myself get in a cart and zip around so is there is there some uh good tracks down there where in your area where mom lives there are but not the one i played yesterday yesterday was the first time i played since i came down here uh might have been the worst golf not might have been it is and was the worst golf course i've ever played really there was no grass burned out burned out it was just like i i played it from the blues which were the the back tees 6600 something so i'd hit a drive and i drove it really well every shot was like a six iron in from sand like the whole fairway was like a fairway bunker there was no grass so you're hitting out of this like dark like uh soft sand every shot did did you let them know when you uh, went to return the car no about the, you know, I the just rules learned, of irrigation I, <laughs> I learned i learned a lesson i'm just not going back 
That's all. Okay. Yeah, well, you yeah, you, you should have done their members a favor and taught the taught the gentleman about proper irrigation of the fair. There are no members. It was it's a public place. It was like thirty five bucks. I guess ah, you get what geez. you pay for. Yeah, what you are you know? doing going there? But I'm saying, you know, up like up where I'm from, where we're from, like you could play a, a nice public golf course for not much more money, and you have grass. Yeah, wow. Seriously, there's some really good ones up around where 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 we live. Yeah. And there's what, good um, ones here. This was just not one of them. I took it because it was right near the hospital and I knew that she might be getting out yesterday. So I didn't want to be too far away. Yeah. And I got the call when I was on the 18th fairway. So I was almost done. And I'm saying, yeah, I'll be over in 10 minutes. Yeah. So once I, it all, once it I all two putt out. this green, I'll be over. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> as, as you're putting on cement, basically. <laughs> now, when will you return back north here? Um, uh, sometime next week, probably. All right. I have to be back for early May, May 9th. I got jury duty mm. and May 8th. I'm in a, a charity golf outing. That's Are you going to be one of the jurors, Harry, on one of the, on the one of the Trump cases? Yeah, <laughs> I doubt it. It's Norristown. Jury? Unless he's going through Montgomery County, uh, court, <laughs> I will not. This is okay. in Norristown. Okay. So. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Uh, you, you you know, answer the jury questions uh, properly to get on. Yeah. I could see you on a jury. Holy oh, shit. I've, I've been on a jury. Have you in really? Philadelphia. Yeah. I, I actually had to serve a day uh, for a trial. It was no big deal. It was like a B and E or something. Uh, but I actually got called and, and, and actually they kept me. Um, and I served, you know, one day on the jury and it was over. So, <laughs> I yeah, I do. You. I do my part for civic duty. I'm not one of these guys. that's just immediately. Oh, I got to serve for the jury. Oh, I got to get out of this. Well, you, you know, you could tell them one thing to get out yeah, of it. I know. So what? I don't want to get out of it. I want to do something. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 but you want to expedite the process. Exactly. Well, yeah, let's go. If this is three days, that I've missed three good, yeah, if I've missed three good days of golf, when yeah. you get the jury deliberations, it's going in and going, what do you got? Right. For $9 a day. I think that's what they pay you. Yeah. That's a yeah. shit per diem. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up there, Harry. We've gone way All too right. long today. I this know. This supposed to be short. I thought this would be 17 minutes, not 38. 38 minutes. Yeah. All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll see if Harry's back north. Uh, best to your mom, Harry, down there yeah. in Florida. Well, and, we could do this on, like, Monday Monday after the draft and do next week's show before I leave if you want. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we'll, recap we'll the draft and, you know, set up the six because the Sixers Celtics will be getting ready to start. Yep. You know, so, you know, we can do it before or after. It doesn't matter. That's the beauty yeah. of this. You can just sort of set up shop and do it whenever you want. Wherever, from wherever we want as well. We get right. the or the NHL draft lottery coming up as well in, a, in about. Oh, that's right. Days. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're getting Bedard, Harry. I can feel it in my bones. No. Are you serious? Because I was talking to a guy the other night at that bar who's familiar with Philadelphia. I think his mom is up around where, uh, you know, the Philly area. And so he keeps in touch with that. And he was talking about the Flyers. And he was saying, look, I, I, I'm hearing that everybody thinks they're getting Bedard. I go, are you nuts? Well, they have a 6.5% chance. It's That's nothing. Yeah. Well, the best team has an 18.5% chance. I well, he think. said the, the idea was that this would jumpstart a once-proud franchise that the NHL wants back on the map. So yeah, basically NHL hinting that, that it would be kind of fixed. Yeah, the NHL can't yeah. fix it. You don't think? Because <laughs> it's... If that ever got out, what would but that do? It hasn't stopped the NBA. 
We've been dealing with that since the frozen envelope back in the 80s. Patrick Ewing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. What better than a frozen envelope on Frozen Pond? Yeah, well, it is observed by by a member of each organization. And, uh, oh, yeah, and, and some accounting firm, sure, like, that brings it yeah. out like they've got the Oscar awards or something. Right, Ernst and Young. Right, like <laughs> just because it's an accounting firm means they can't be bought off. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> to me, that means they know the value of a dollar. If you're going right. to buy anybody off, find an accounting right. firm. Right. What accounting firm is it? Because that determines the price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. How big are you? Right. <laughs> and what's on the line from a player standpoint? This mm-hmm. Bernard's unreal. So, all right, uh, we'll wrap it up there. That is episode 58. I did fix it in the title as well. Beautiful. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time on the Ah G's podcast. Shake it, babe. Shake it, babe. One time for me. I don't care what your father said. I don't care what your mother said. It long as you love me. I love you. That's all now, baby. Shake it, baby.